Hello, friends, and welcome to another edition of the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can follow us on Twitter, at Trenton365, the Facebook page, Trenton365 Show, and the website, Trenton365.com. You can also follow us over WIMG 1300, the two-time stellar award-winning station, and you can follow our, us on the website, WIMG1300.com, Facebook and Twitter as well. And if you're watching, it's over WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey. So we've got lots of information to get out to you. Um, I am always encouraged when uh, someone wants to talk about health and nutrition and diet and exercise because I think that's one of the cornerstones, uh, especially in African-American and Latino-Hispanic populations, something that isn't at the forefront. So we're going to be talking about that tonight. But before we do that, I want to also encourage you all who have voted in the electoral process, regardless of the outcome of who won, thank you for doing your due diligence and taking the efforts to do that. There's lots of people who have done a lot of things, given blood, sweat, and tears to provide that opportunity to us to do that. So I encourage you to keep your chin up, whether that was a, your candidate who won or it was not. But let's just remember that we all have to work together in this and that together we can work together and I believe should work together to build a better community for everyone. Remember, civic engagement radio is the hashtag. So in the studio with me, I have Micah Freeman, um, who I've known for quite some time. And her last name is familiar, probably because of her husband, James, who is part of the Regis Entertainment Jazz Group, that I, Jazz Promotion Group that I'm a part of. And they've been on the show on several times. The website is Regis, R-E-J-S jazz.com and there you can find out about what we've done in the past and what we'll be doing in the 2017 season and my new friend Cliff Pollard and I don't think he plays professional football but when I first met him that was one of the first things I thought he came in with some New York Giants gear on and I thought maybe just maybe I recognize this guy from being on the field but I don't think so so uh, Micah you're going to go first welcome to the Triton 365 show well, thank you for having me. I am so excited. A little nervous, but I think we'll, we'll be fine. Um, this is a special time um, to get health information out to our community. Um, so I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, we're going to get back to you in a minute and, mm -hmm. and have you do a little bit of background about who you are, et cetera. But Cliff, welcome and thanks for being a new friend. And welcome to the studio and welcome to the Trenton 365 show as well. Thank you for having me. Look forward to this interview. I'm very excited. Awesome, man. And, and folks, you'll see that he is a very infectious personality. He's one of those people who come, who when they come into the room, they absolutely light it up. I mean, when he came in and introduced himself, I was like, this, there's something special about this young man. So, uh, Clifford, welcome to the show. Um, so, Micah, back to you. Um, and I'd like for you to give a little overall summary about who you are. And then let's jump right into the program that's going to take place tomorrow, Thursday. Wednesday. Or, excuse me, Wednesday, mm -hmm. November 16th. So again, my name is Micah Freeman. I am a Trenton, uh, born and raised in the city of Trenton, and um, I, I have a deep love for the city. I work for the Trenton Public Schools as the supervisor of nurses um, and 504 coordinator for our students. Um, I've been with the district for 15 years, and in this capacity, I um, just became an administrator three years ago. So I'm excited of, of all the great things that we, could, we have the potential to do 
and that we are doing. Mm -hmm. And um, you said you've been an educator for over 15 years. You're a Trentonian. And uh, in your capacity, um, working in health and nutrition, mm -hmm. um, talk about that. And then I want you to drill down a bit on the 504 coordinator, what that actually mm -hmm. means. Okay. Well, for um, the Office of School Health Services, which is part of our, is under our special education department, some of the health, school health services that we provide are, of course, the school nurses are in every building of our Trenton Public Schools. They provide emergency services, immunization monitoring, uh, follow-up on different student health needs, uh, care for emergency illnesses. We promote health education, um, medication administration, uh, and just the overall safety of the student while they're in school. The 504 coordinator, uh, when a student has a uh, medical disability, they and and they they're not their general education student. They have, um, you know, we want to make sure that we're not discriminating from their um, civil rights. So just like their peers, we want them to be equal to their peers. So if there's some reasonable accommodations that we can make in the schools for that student, then that's what we do. Okay, great. And Cliff, now over to you. Let's give a little background information about who you are and uh, your capacity working with the, the Trenton Public School System. Well, I'm a paraprofessional. I've been working for the Trenton Board of Education for 11 years and uh, on many different levels, elementary, middle school, back now to uh, elementary, and find myself involved in various community activities when it comes to uh, working with our students uh, and just making sure to talk to parents, get out, and encourage them to come see us, be involved with the school. You know, it takes a village to raise a child, so it's not just going to be on our end with education, it's going to be on everybody's end. Mm -hmm. And I like to be a part of that as often as possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, in your capacity as a paraprofessional within the, the health, I guess the health department in Trenton Public Schools, you're out and about dealing with the students, dealing with the community, et cetera? Oh, all the time, all mm -hmm. the time. And it's one of the biggest things that I try to push in saying that if you have a healthy body, you have a healthy mind. And it's that much easier for you to learn in the classroom. If you're not worried about, you know, being sick or if you're properly taking care of yourself, all your concentration can be on getting those A's and B's. All right. That's right. <laughs> that sounds like FPSA that's right there. That's right. <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, you're, you're someone who pays, a, pays attention to taking care of the physical aspects of your body. And, and I'm glad that you, you mentioned how there's a correlation between mm -hmm. being healthy and then being able to be focused in the classroom, mm -hmm. et cetera. Can you drill down on that a bit more and give some examples? Well, one of the biggest examples is, is that I've, uh, when I was working in the middle school, I, had, uh, I was the assistant coach for the boys' basketball team. So we would have early morning practices. And, you know, the running and sweating and the, just the chance to be able to exercise charge their brain up before school started. So by the time they walked into the classroom, they were ready to go. They were awake, they weren't sluggish, they had ate a proper meal, which is something that we always push. Make sure that you eat something healthy before you go in the classroom. And everybody's grades went up. Hmm. 
So from a nursing standpoint, Micah, mm-hmm. I, I, I can see that you're excited about that. I am. And it's nice to hear I am. that. I am. So, so talk about that from a nursing perspective, um, exactly what Cliff said about, you know, the importance of, of diet and nutrition uh, and exercise, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It is a, it's a connection. You know, um, you have to, if we're sick, how are we, how are we going to learn, Right. If you're sick, you don't want to go to work, you don't want to go to school, it may be an issue with paying attention. So the school nurse in that building, she's there to support learning. And how she can support learning is address the issue, return the student back to class. Because that's why they're in school, is to learn. And we are a support to our educators in the building. That's a great way to put that. Um, over the years, mm-hmm. uh, just like everything else, I mean, human beings were supposed to be naturally progressing to some grand uh, pinnacle of life um, <laughs> that we n- will never get to, but we should be progressing to that. How has health care changed? And, Mike, I want to start with you. Um, how has health care changed um, in schools? Mm-hmm. And then, Cliff, I mean, I think that you're probably a little younger than I am, and then I'd like to know your perspective of, of what you've seen change as well. So healthcare has changed because of different reasons. You know, parents, um, if a student, if a parent lost their job, they may not have health insurance. So that, that means if a student has a chronic condition, there may be an issue with going to see a follow-up physician or um, just being seen regular maintenance. So because, and, and, you know, we have um, our students, we have a diverse population, okay? And with that, and this is the reason that we're, one of the reasons we're having our health health fair, and it specifically says access, because we want our students to have access to health insurance. We want our students to have access to you know, if they need their vision checked, if they need um, any type of screening done, we want the ones who don't have health insurance, we want them to, to get those screenings done. Our school nurses do that in the schools. The, the, the draw to come to the health fair is to get our students who do not have health insurance to get health insurance. So we have some other activities that's going to motivate them to come. Mm-hmm. And, and and if you want, you have something mm-hmm. else? No, I, I'm just excited. You know, I'm trying to think of all the things, um, you know, educate, school health and education is definitely a connection. And we need to continue to um, advocate for our students who don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. And Cliff, over to you. Well, I would say this. There's one thing that I've noticed as I've gotten older is that when you're <laughs> much younger, you feel impervious. You know, you believe that you can't get sick. You know, nothing can hold you down. But the problem with that is, you know, it's, in reality, it's not true. Mm-hmm. And having some type of health insurance, some type of medical checkup, just understanding how the body works really is quintessential for your development as you get older. So that when you're no longer a spring chicken, you know, you know how to properly take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, how to eat. You know, no more junk food. No more, you know, eating late at night. You know, uh, getting outside, even if you do nothing but just walk, you know, that is important. And I see a lot of the kids, you know, they don't have as much time outside as they should. They don't do anything that's physical as they should. Or they're eating too much junk food often. 
And I think this is the start right here with mm -hmm. this you know, program tomorrow to help turn that around. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely agree, you know, with um, we want to start early. That's why we have an early childhood program. We, we promote health there um, as they go into the uh, elementary, middle school, high school. We um, want to promote health because, again, as Cliff said, you have to have a healthy body. But if you don't have a healthy body and you don't have health insurance, where are you to go? We don't want to uh, put demands on the emergency room because that's not their primary place to go. We want to do preventative health and, and have, if the person have health insurance, they can go to see a health provider. Mm -hmm. So how is that... Uh I know that's been a strategic effort um, mm -hmm. nationally. Um, yeah. um, Mrs. Obama, um, First Lady Michelle Obama, has been very much outspoken about the importance for health and nutrition and, mm -hmm. and for children. And uh, how how have you actually seen that translate to small urban cities or urban environments like Trenton? Mm -hmm. um, how have you seen um, the emphasis from the federal government down to local governments and institutions. How have you seen that translate into where we are right now? So with this position over the last three years, I've seen um, in particular our, some of our students who, if they, when they register for school, they may not have their immunizations. And so you ask the question, well, why don't you have your immunizations? It's because I don't have health insurance. And uh, again, we have a diverse population. Um, from all over, you know, and um, so this effort is to build connections to the community because there's some, you know, uh, we want to make school is a safe place and we want our families to feel safe. Um, you know, I don't want to get into the, the government part of it, mm -hmm. but I know that there are uh, resources in the community that can help our students. So that's what we're concentrating on. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to stick just sort of um, with the cultural um, mm -hmm. challenges um, because mm -hmm. they are, um, you know, language barriers mm -hmm. are often an issue here in Trenton as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've got a very diverse and eclectic population um, representing uh, not only Eastern European countries, mm -hmm. but also African countries, the Middle East, Asia, and, and several Latino Hispanic countries as well. How is um, the city of Trenton and uh, the public school system, particularly from a health standpoint, mm -hmm. um, bringing those students and those families together mm -hmm. and sharing information? So, well, this is the access health fair is one um, way to, again, we can't solve the, the problem. However, we can build connections to the community. Um, you know, we want to build. We want to build relationships with our own families, uh, our, our students and families. But we also want to build relationships with the community resources. For example, we are partnering with Henry J. Austin and um, the city health department to um, have specific days where our students can go and get immunized. They can go and get their medical checkups. Um, because they have identified also with our collaboration that this is an issue. And, you know, as an advocate for students and as, with, with the love of the, that I have for the city, you know, I feel that this is an important issue because they, we want them to stay in school. You, every student must have their immunizations. The only way you cannot have immunization if you're religiously exempt or medically exempt. 
it's a state law that a student must have their immunization. So, so like I said, over the past few years, I've seen a growing trend of students who do not have health insurance. Mm -hmm. and, and you believe that the lack of health insurance has a, a, a trickle-down effect on, on the, the students, how they are physically developing etc yes okay yes. so it's something that so because a lot a lot of our um, the 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 trend is to go to the emergency room right and that's and that's fine because that's what they're there for however we need to have um, uh, have some stability we want them to have you know um, just like you know relationships with your teacher you should have a relationship with your physician uh, and they know what what uh, what it is that you may need. So great, thank you very much, Michael. Mm -hmm. And uh, Cliff, I want want to bring it over to you, and I'd like to change the the subject a little bit. So when I was a, when I was a child, you know, uh, high school on down, um, the only adults who were in the nurse's office were females. They were they were only women, <laughs> yeah. and um, and I know culturally. Things are changing quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there's plenty mm -hmm. of females who are, or women who are doctors and men who are nurses and vice versa and from different backgrounds and so forth. And I think that that, that shows how we're progressing as a culture and as a nation. So you being involved um, in, number one, being a, a man of color, um, being involved in education, being involved in, in the athletic side of it, but also obviously in the health and nutrition side of it as well. How, how has that played out for you, and what are some of your experiences with that? Well, I will say one of the nicer things that I've noticed, especially going now to uh, uh, Columbus Elementary School, I work with kindergarten now, and their snacks are extremely healthy. You know, they get little baggies of cauliflower or oranges, <laughs> and I've never seen that before. Like, that's even, even growing up in a suburban area, I never seen those type of snacks presented, and that's a start. Mm -hmm. That is a big start because once you get used to eating healthy, mm -hmm. it makes it that much easier. And uh, just to tie into a point that Michael was saying earlier, I think it's very important that families develop a connection with a healthcare provider, whether it's a nurse or a doctor, because you know, like she said, you know, it's okay to go to the emergency room. But what type of relationship are you developing there when, on a constant basis, the emergency room is taking in various, various people? There is no chance to really get to learn each other. And then you can't have that direct service provided to you. And as you said, I think it's very, very good to have men and women on both sides of the coin when it comes to nursing and uh, being a doctor. Thank you. Uh, I mean, knowing Micah and then my mom is a nurse, and this she probably kicked me if I say this, but it's been 30-plus years for her. So I get to see, you know, how it changed from when I was small to seeing her and then going over to uh, the hospital to pop in on her and seeing male nurses. It's really nice to see. Mm -hmm. And it's more encouraging because as a male, sometimes it's a little difficult to talk to a female about whatever issue might be having. And to chance to talk to a male, you know, on a face-to-face -face basis, might be a little bit more comfortable, be able to say what it is that's going on without, you know, uh, being embarrassed or just saying, I'll stay home and suck it up or fight uh, fight the cold or whatever's going on. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that, that you said that. I'm glad you mentioned that as well, that it helps develop 
relationships, when you have opportunities to speak and share your experiences with people who look like you mm -hmm. and with people who don't look like you. Mm -hmm. It all depends on that situation and, and that, that environment, but it's important for, for you to have those options and choices. And, uh, you know, as, as I, I approach, you know, 50 years old and, and most men who are at that 40-year-old point, you know, that there's different things that you need to pay attention to health-wise. Mm -hmm. And as you put, you may not want to have those conversations with someone of an opposite sex. You may want to have those, those conversations with someone of the same gender who can fully understand exactly what you're going through in the tests, et cetera. Right. So, um, so that, that's what I'm getting at. And if you guys uh, meet me, you know, we have a meal. I'll tell you a story about how um, I joked around with my doctor who has retired, but Dr. Harold Brown was my doctor mm -hmm. for well over 20 years mm -hmm. and, uh, and when I was approaching uh, 40 years old and I was, I was going to get the, the dreaded you know, examination that most men fear, <laughs> I joked with him and said that I'd be switching my doctor to a female who had smaller hands. That's <laughs> 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 just a little joke. We'll talk about that at a later time. But send me an email and we can meet for a meal and we can talk about all the things that I'm doing with the program. Trenton365show at gmail.com. So I'm in the studio with Micah Freeman and also with Clifford Pollard. And the main reason is that we want to talk about an event that's coming up tomorrow. Yes. November 16th, 2016, beginning at 5 p.m. And uh, it is called the Access Health Fair. And this will take place at Martin Luther King Elementary School, 411 Brunswick Avenue. And this is a rather new school. I mean, this school is less than a decade old. It's, it's on a very large parcel of land. It's right on 206. For those of you who don't know, Trenton, Brunswick Avenue is 206. If you keep going straight south on 206, you run right into the Battle Monument. You can actually see the Battle Monument from the steps of uh, Martin Luther King elementary school. So uh, there's going to be, it, this will be done in partnership with Trenton Paraprofessionals, hence Cliff, <laughs> uh, FAST, F-A-S-T, conversation with board members from 5 to 5.30. There will be dinner provided. I don't know what it is, but I bet it's something very healthy and delicious. Sure. Access to community resources, health insurance providers, free, free vision screening, immunization, flu shots, and more. So, Micah, you were talking about the importance of being involved in the community and having that relationship with your mm -hmm. health care provider and also with the families and right. where those, those families are. Was that part of the impetus between setting this event up? Yes, yes. Um, again, um, we've seen a trend where our students have, uh, were uninsured. Un uninsured and underinsured and that you're limited to certain things and immunizations was the big one and I did you know we you know said how can we put our our, uh, our ideas together to address the need which is getting our students in, uh, uh, health insurance and also having fun Mm. Right, because you we're in a learning environment. We want to connect our connect our community resources, bring them to the schools, 
So our, our families are, our diverse population are very comfortable with the schools. You don't have to hope, get on hold. You don't have to wait in line. You, um, we, we want to open our doors. Trim Public Schools, you know, always want to open our doors to our families and our uh, caregivers. So this is why we, we started, you know, thought of the Access Health Fair, so that every student has an opportunity to become, uh, have health insurance. Mm. Now, if folks want to talk to you or someone else in regards to the Access Health Fair, which, take, which is taking place 11-16-16, which is tomorrow, Wednesday at 5 p.m., mm -hmm. if they'd like to ask you some questions uh, if they, or if they'd like to have you maybe set up an event, how could they get in contact with you? Mm -hmm. So uh, my name is Micah Freeman. Our contact number is 609-656-4900, extension 5783, or they can email me at mbfreeman at trenton.k12.nj.us. That's it. Yeah, you know that. yeah I, I joke around with all my uh, educator friends here in Trenton. I'm like, you can come, we couldn't come up with a better, easier website. That's a long for one. That's a long one. That's a long one. <laughs> exactly. That's a long one. But so, I, I want to I say, you know, you, sometimes you ask the question, why should I go to a health fair? Yeah, yeah. Like, why? They're somewhat, sometimes they're boring. Sometimes they're, um, you know, I get little uh, flyers or brochures. Well, um, there's, there's four points that I want to say about a health fair. A health fair is, you get, it's informative. Every vendor that we have was intentionally selected. Every vendor. Because it has a di direct connection with our students. We have over 25, 25 confirmed vendors who will um, who are there. You learn something new. You're you're exposed and you have that access to new information. So again, you you share. It's a great way to meet new people. It's a great way to connect. It's a great way to build relationships. We like I said, we have intentionally selected the, the, the community resources for our students. There are freebies. <laughs> we are going to serve a dinner. We, you know, it's conversation with board members. You know, there's a lot going on in our school district. There's a lot of positive things going on. And um, we will be serving dinner. Uh, the, the vendors are, you know, they were told that this is an interactive, fun health fair. Not a boring one. <laughs> so, um, so you definitely get, you know, you'll have bags of goodies. And it, at the end of the day, it's about learning, it's about having fun, and it's about staying uh, healthy. Um, I do want to put in a plug that we have 20 raffle baskets for the holidays, compliments of our Airmark um, nutrition program. Mm, that's fantastic. So in addition to folks, this is what the flyer looks like. Um, for those of you on TV, you will actually see this afterwards. I'm sorry, but I do encourage you to contact Micah Freeman, 609-656-4900, extension 5783. Um, this is one event, I'm mm -hmm. sure Micah mm -hmm. and the team of people who are helping mm -hmm. to put this on would gladly 
uh, have a conversation with you about having others, and I'm sure there's probably others that are listed as well. So the Trenton Public Schools invites everyone to its annual free access health event, health fair at Martin Luther King Elementary School, 411 Brunswick Avenue, Trenton, New Jersey. This is 11-16-2016, uh, Wednesday the 16th from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., um, Community resources, health insurance, free visual screenings. Uh, it's going to be a fun event for children. Um, I hope to be able to swing by and uh, grab some images and share them with the folks who can't make them, who can't make the event and see exactly how, how much is happening. I want to transition now and talk to you, Cliff, about Trenton Paraprofessionals. Um, first of all, what is it? And um, just talk a bit about, about it. Well, a paraprofessional is a teacher assistant. So we come in and we provide all the necessary assistance that the educator, the lead educator uh, needs in the classroom. So we're right there with our, uh, the proverbial nose to the grind, nose to the dirt, however you want to say it, uh, getting it in with the students. You know, when uh, the teacher is working with one group, paraprofessional is working with another group. You know, we're, we're a team, you know, and... Uh, it's a necessary, uh, necessary uh, piece of employment for the Trent Board of Education. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd like to actually have you drill down on that. Um, how, like I know you said you mentioned about your mom um, being in healthcare, being a nurse and, and growing up in that environment. I'm sure education was at the forefront, very important <laughs> and very critical. But what made you want to, after you got to a certain age, decided that you wanted to be involved in education as a profession? Uh, I would have to say you grow up and you see those who were supposed to make it, you know, big doing something, don't make it. You know, they didn't have that necessary support, whether it was from home or in the classroom. You know, a lot of times students will fall through the cracks. And it's necessary to have somebody there with, you know, brick mortar, you know, plaster, what, how, what have you, to seal that crack up so them students don't fall through. And having gone through so many years of education, like I have my master's degree, I realized that this is what I want to see others do, especially, you know, our people of color. You know, it's very important to go out and get some knowledge, whether it's a trade school or college, whatever it is that you want to do, you need to go real hard in getting that. Okay. We'll be back after a very short break, folks. You're listening to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. Okay. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. Trenton365.com is the website. You are watching over WPHY Channel 25 covering Mercer County, New Jersey. And the website is WIMG1300.com. The two-time stellar award-winning station, and if you go to the website, WIMG1300.com, there you can vote for us again for the stellar awards, which are in their first round, and I would love to see you do that, and we'll go for the trifecta. So just before the break, I was uh, chatting with Cliff Pollard about uh, the para, excuse me, Trenton Paraprofessionals. Um, organization and he was talking a bit about his history and his background and we're going to rehash that and the question that I put to you Cliff was what made you want to get into education and, and helping 
children and being involved in the educational system. Um, you obviously uh, super intelligent. You probably go do a dozen other things and go somewhere and make a lot of money. And from the looks of you, you probably could have played professional ball. But what what made you want to get involved in education? Uh, the biggest thing is definitely giving back. You got to turn around and reach back. Somebody is trying to climb up that hill, you know, get out of that barrel, whatever it is. They're trying to get up where you're at. And you got to turn around and reach down and help somebody get there as well. Because that type of connection will have them turn around and help somebody else out. And uh, one of my favorite sayings is, uh, you rise, I rise. Or if I rise, you'll definitely rise. That's why I like this guy so yeah, much. Yeah. I mean, that nice. sounds like something that, that I must nice. have heard when I was a young man. Because I, people ask me all the time, well, you know, you do so much. But what are you what are you getting out of it? It's it's a spiritual thing. It's like I'm satisfying my soul. I, I've got to do this. Right. Like for me to go and you know be uber wealthy or whatever and realize that I had to step on other people to do it, <laughs> that would satisfy me. Right. Not yeah. at all. It taints the soul a little bit. It takes away from uh, what it is that you accomplish. If you feel as though you had to like, you know, push people down or clear them out the way in order to get to what it is that you really want when you know sometimes the simplest thing is the best thing and that's helping everybody out time consuming yes but and <laughs> and very rewarding right this right. guy will be back right, on the show right, i can guarantee right, you right, that right, right. so so cliff i want you to talk specifically about the Triton Power Professionals FAST program, because I know that you're partnering with um, the Trenton Public Schools for this Access Health Fair. Well, FAST is uh, a program headed by uh, Mrs. Betty Glenn, uh, my mentor and uh, definitely my work mom. <laughs> Stays right on top of me. And uh, she brought a group of us together from the community, from the public schools, you know, just various organizations to come together and really provide, you know, uh, structure and an idea of bringing schools, families, and the community together. You know, and that's important. I, I made a reference earlier saying it takes a village to raise a child. And, uh, well, this is definitely one piece of that village, which is uh, FAST. So uh, families and schools together. We're together, you know, great things will come from that. Mm -hmm. And what are some of the things that FAST is doing, family and students together? What, what some other than the, this health fair, what other projects and initiatives is FAST a part of? FAST has done, uh, let's see, last year we had the... Walking Your Child's wa Yeah, we're very much involved with Walking Your Child's Footsteps. We had the... What was it with uh, Big Daddy? He came last year. Yeah. We had that health... <laughs> the the cook-off. The cook-off. Big Daddy came? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it was a, a chef from... Yeah, um, the, the big chef from... Uh, uh, the show, I can't think of the name of the show yeah, at the moment, yeah. but he came and basically was showing parents and other, you know, people from the community as well as the rest of us at, you know, who work in the Trenton School District, how to make healthy foods with what it is that you have in your cabinet. Yeah. And believe me, I was paying attention as, you know, I'm home on my own. I need to be able to cook. So <laughs> I was right there taking notes and healthy. That's a benefit right there. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you mentioned um, Mrs. Betty Glenn, and uh, you mentioned that, that she's your work mom. Um, that led, was leading right into my next point about mentors. 
um, all of us um, who are successful can absolutely point to someone who is influential in their lives or our lives as whether it's a family member, a parent, a sibling, whatever it is, or whomever it is, um, talk about the importance of mentors and mentorship from your perspective in the Trenton Public School System. Guidance. I mean, there's no, you can't put a value on guidance. And when you have proper guidance and somebody showing you the way, mm -hmm. I mean, better than silver, gold, platinum, whatever whatever you can put a, a numerical value on is way better than that. Mm -hmm. We all need to help each other. I mean, mm -hmm. we even, even as we get older, if somebody can provide the guidance for us to get to where we need to be, you will happily take that. And I definitely like to say that FAST is involved in trying to be, you know, a mentor to everybody with mm -hmm. so many of us coming from all walks and different backgrounds coming together, ideas flow. Uh, it's just everybody's hands on deck. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I definitely got to say NJEA, you know, with their sponsorship and their, their help, it makes a lot of things possible. Right. And Right. I, I just want to say that the uh, New Jersey Education Association, which is NJEA, it sponsors the FAST and uh, the, the families and the parent involvement. Um, and I agree with, with Cliff that, you know, I was actually, uh, um, I worked with FAST a few years ago, and when he says mentor, um, they, you know, I was a nurse, I was a school nurse at that time, and, and it was, you know, working with teachers, working with um, teachers assist paraprofessionals, um, and you would thought everybody, everybody was on the same page, you know, it wasn't about... Uh, who has that or who had that it was like we're here for these children we have this project you know we need a cleanup crew we need the the outreach crew and it was it was a family and I and I when I called Cliff uh, when I when it was called for him to come today or when it's called for him to come he was like I'm right there because of the connection that we built you know the positive relationship that we built and I think with with the mentorship you know, one of the things that I know is that if a person knows or feels that they care, you're building so much more without without even saying I'm your mentor or, you, you know, this is the guidance. If they just feel like, you know, you're taking the time out to show me the better way without criticizing me, without um, putting me down, um, but saying, no, let's do it this way you know, and let's try this way, or what do you think? You know, I think those, that goes so much more, with, especially with our students, you know. Um, sometimes students think that I'm their cousin, or I'm their aunt, or I'm their mom, you know, and, and I welcome that. I welcome that because I have a, a genuine love for, for our students in Trenton. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it, I, I want you both to know that, that there's a movement of people who feel exactly the way that mm -hmm. you do. Like, mm -hmm passionate about their jobs and their professions and understand that they're in a situation because someone either mm -hmm. was was success, successful in helping and showing them mm -hmm. the way or paving the way. Right. And just like you both mentioned, it's part of our responsibility mm -hmm. to do the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though that the age of 
the people who feel that way is getting younger, mm-hmm. much younger. You know, um, mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time with a lot of you know uh, teenagers and college students, and recently out of college, and they're all so interested in, hey, how can we make the community, the world, a better place? And I'm, and they're willing to sacrifice the glamour of buying a brand new car or buying a house and all those different things and even relationships you know like long-term relationships getting married or or civic engagements whatever they are so that they can devote their time and talent and treasures into building a better community Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it excites me almost to tears because I know that my 13 year old is growing up in Mm -hmm. a generation Mm -hmm where that's the mindset. There's people who want to make a difference and they're saying, we're going to do this mm-hmm. and we've got the education and we've got the background and we've got all these wonderful examples. I just want to be in the midst right. and to kind of encourage them and give them whatever they want mm-hmm. to take from me and hopefully be there and, and see it when it happens. Right. I would assume that you're a little younger than I am. <laughs> so from your perspective as, as a young person, What's that drive in you to want to do this? Because like I said before, you could probably easily live anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. You've got your education. You've got your background. You don't have to do this job. I would have to say it's uh, keeping ego in check. Mm-hmm. And that's the most necessary thing. If you can keep your ego in check, then anything is, is possible. Everything is possible. You know, when you make it about everyone else, you make it about uplifting and, and positive vibes and just trying to be of service, and that's, that's the key word right there, trying to be mm-hmm. of service, then there's no room for ego. I'd like this dude, man. This is amazing. <laughs> so why don't either one of you share more information or at least the contact information for the Access Health Fair? So, again, um, the Trenton Public Schools, we are having our district-wide health fair. It's uh, titled Access Health Fair at the Martin Luther King Elementary School, 411 Brunswick Avenue in Trenton. Um, It's on Wednesday, uh, November 16th. It's in partnership with the Trenton Paraprofessional Fest. We will have conversation with our board members. There's dinner provided, access to community resources in particular, um, there will be health navigators who can help you and steer you in uh, to, to bring about your um, health insurance. There are so many different um, agencies and organizations that have genuine, um, 99.9% of the time, free information, uh, free vision screenings from the uh, Commission for the Blind. Um, you know, flu shots, and we have um, our area Walgreens and Rite Aid um, being a part of this. I just want to say I want to. Uh, uh, we have several partners that I want to thank in advance. Um, we have the Jersey College School of Nursing. We will have some nursing students on board. We have again the Trenton Paraprofessional Fast. We have our bilingual department for Trenton Public Schools. Our special education department, early childhood department. Office of School of Student Support. I can't forget our uh, Trenton School Nurses, um, our Trenton 
parent liaisons, our Trenton School administrators and staff, and just our, our leadership team to, it, it takes, like Cliff said, it takes a village with all these uh, partners that I've said, they, they are a village for the community, and they stepped up to the challenge, mm. hands down. And if I just uh, add in there, it's a health fair in our community. You don't have to travel out to go to, you know, even though they're next door, Hamilton or Ewing or Bordentown or Lawrence. You can come right here in the Trenton and go where high-class professionals will be there to assist you in every way, shape, and form. And that is what everybody should take advantage of. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, so unfortunately, in this business, um, I know that there are always the percentages of the people who you can't reach, or they're unsure for whatever the reasons. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and there are a vast mul multitude of reasons why they don't engage themselves. What would you like to say to those to those folks who are on the fringe? Like, well, yeah, I. I yeah, I'm interested. I know it's important, but uh, I don't. I don't really know if I should go. What would you like to say to them? I agree with Cliff. Um, I would say to them, try it. Be th and and the the other word, the word that is very intentional is access. We are we are exposing. We are providing the opportunity, um, and we would like for the person, uh, students, families to take on that opportunity. They have the access, we want to provide it to them, but it, but at the end of the day, it is a choice. Um, this, is, this won't be the last. Um, it is our first, it will not be, a, be the last. Um, and you know, just try it. And I would say, uh, especially in regards to your children, these students, you have a chance for your, your child, children, to be looked at, taken care of, you know, assessed, given some necessary information that you might not have gotten any other time. And in turn, it comes back tenfold because now if everybody's healthy, you know, again, it, you could say uh, achieve higher grades, test scores, graduation rates, uh, better school attendance because you're not out sick or you as the parent are not homesick and then you can't take your child to school so everybody home. You know, there's uh, increased motivation and better self-esteem. There's a chance to do more homework because you're feeling good. You know, your brain is charged up properly because there's no worries about being sick. Or if you are sick, you understand how to take care of yourself so that you can become healthier. Uh, you have fewer instances of violent behavior and suspension. You know, if you're not feeling well, you are probably going to have a shorter uh, leash on your temper. <laughs> and, uh, and I want to just add, we know that if a student can't see, right, they're sitting far from the board, a lot of times they won't say, yeah, I can't see. So we can screen them if we can provide um, resources for them to get glasses. And glasses are cool. We both are wearing glasses. Mm -hmm. So, um, but if, it, if they need it, then a lot of the acting out behaviors, when, when we, you can address medical issues, will decrease. You know, if they have hearing issues, that's why our school nurses, every year, our school nurses do mandated screenings. Um, and it helps in test scores. If, if I can see, if I can hear, I can hear the computer, I can, I can, I can see the board, I can take better tests. But if I, if I don't have my glasses on and I'm sitting in the back, um, or, or I don't know 
sometimes you don't know that you can't. It, you're just used to it, you know? But, um, let me put these things back. <laughs> but, um, so, so the, the whole point of decreasing uh, behavioral issues, we want to make sure we um, check the, the, the person's, um, we want to do a screening for them. Mm -hmm. Eyesight, hearing, mm -hmm. et cetera. Mm -hmm. And Cliff, you, were, you were, had a couple other things? <laughs> well, just, just to add also to it, you know, good health, Will help you. Will have you less likely, you know, to go towards negative vices in the sense of drugs and alcohol abuse, you know. Because I mean, what better way to get high than high off of life, <laughs> you know? And I think personally that a the number one uh, thing that any parent can do is be involved in their child's education, and health goes right along with that. So. Ergo, you're taking care of two stones or one bird or however you say it. <laughs> right. <laughs> one you're stone for two birds. Everything <laughs> yeah. at one time. I was going to say, you, you don't even want to, the, the word kill. You don't <laughs> even want to have that come out of your mouth. I know that's what it is. Trying to keep it healthy. Right. We don't want to say that. Absolutely. That's great, man. This young man is amazing. Yeah. Um, so the, the event, which is taking place tomorrow from mm -hmm. 5 to 7, mm -hmm. um, Someone comes in, it's their first time at Martin Luther King mm -hmm. Elementary School. What are they going to be, what, what should they expect? So when they come in, they're going to be treated like royalty. They are going to, um, we want to identify them. You know, we do have a lot of bilingual staff if, if, uh, for our different, for our diverse population. Um, they will be, uh, have access to dinner. They will um, go to the necessary uh, vendors um, to uh, get information uh, about whatever services that they need. But we, the other thing that we did, we specifically targeted our students who um, were uh, did not have health insurance. So, and we have quite a few. <laughs> we have quite a few students who do not have health insurance in our school district, which is very serious. Um, and so we specifically target them. However, we, we did, you know, open it up to, to everyone in our district. Um, so, th so they'll have, a f the, like I said, they will have fun. Mm -hmm. They will have fun. I would say uh, as you step through the doors, I'm, you know, going to go with our senses a little bit. The first thing that I imagine everybody's going to have hit them is the smell of good food. That's right. The sound of some music and you know laughter. You're gonna come in. I'm sure everybody's gonna have banners up and 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 various uh, promotions. So you're gonna get hit with a bunch of colors. There's always gonna be somebody over to shake your hand. Hey, why don't you have a seat right here? You know, let me talk to you. So you're gonna have you know that contact. All your senses are gonna get hit. You're gonna feel good. Sensory overload. That's yes. right. <laughs> yes. That's right. All right. That's right. And uh, just finishing up. I know, Micah, from the beginning, you said that this is a, a family event, but you wanted it to be a very fun and engaged event. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. is there a, a program where, you know, children are going to expect to have to sit for 30 minutes while some adult <laughs> talks? Mm -hmm. or are they going to have to go through something like that? No, no, we don't. We don't want it to be that um, formal where, you know, it's at the end of the day, right? 
So we know our parents um, are getting off from work, our students have been in school all day. Um, so we want it to be um, a family engaged event where they're eating dinner, they're getting information, they're, um, you know, they are being uh, having consultations with with our physicians. We have physicians on board. We have, uh, health, like I said, health navigators. So it's 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 a um, one shop. However, it's just to build connections. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good, not, not only are they going to be getting a lot of information, but it's actually a networking opportunity yes. for people to learn about programs and services that are in the community that they have access to, but for also for parents to meet other parents. Right. Other parents, like I said, our board members, you know, um, they have, if they have questions about, there, there will be administrators there. If they have questions about, you know, the school system, they have questions about um, different processes within the school, they can, this is their opportunity to, to ask those questions to those people. I would even say the students have an opportunity to meet other students that they may or may not have had a chance to meet. Mm -hmm. You know, you're coming from, you know, different areas, so you get a chance to kind of just intermingle. You know, the old saying, uh, a child should be seen and not heard, will definitely not be applied to tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, right. he's got them all. <laughs> this is great. So we've, we've got just a couple minutes left, um, literally just a couple of minutes left. Mm -hmm. um, starting with you, Cliff, what would you like to be your final words to share with the listening and viewing audience? Please come attend tomorrow. This is very important. Uh, Michelle Obama, as you said earlier, really pushed the idea of being healthy. And I like what was said earlier about preventive health, uh, preventive health care. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't have to be sick, why allow yourself to become sick? Right. You know, come on out, get full, and uh, get healthy. And just to add that, um, again, parent engagement is key. This is, you know, we're, we're all in on the team, and, and the uh, key player is our students. We want them to, um, we want to correlate school health with education, um, and that's the bottom line. We want them to be healthy so they can get educated. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, so, uh, folks, again, tomorrow, Wednesday, the 16th of November, 2016, from 5 to 7 p.m. at Martin Luther King Elementary School, 411 Brunswick Avenue, Trenton, New Jersey, in partnership with uh, Trenton Power Professionals FAST program. There'll be conversations with board members, a healthy dinner, lots of different vendors. Uh, it will be a fun time, family time. Um, it will be an eclectic and diverse group of people who are truly Trentonians. And uh, I would encourage some folks who don't live in Trenton to come and check this out as well. It's a good mm -hmm. opportunity for you to find out exactly what's taking place here in the city, in the school system, without going with information that's just being told to you in uh, the general populace. Um, I hope to gather some information when I show up there, and I'll share that with my networks as well. But Micah Freedom, excuse me, Micah Freeman and <laughs> Cliff Pollard, thank you both for coming on to the thank Trenton you. 365 thank show. You. And then we'll be able to connect at a later date and I can support some more of the efforts okay. that you have. Okay. Folks, uh, in short, this is all pretty simple. I mean, we all understand the importance of, of health um, and diet and exercise and all those things. And sometimes I know it's tough for people to get started with it, etc. And that's, that's fine. That's okay. Um, Cliff said something earlier, even just getting outside for a walk 
is enough to get started and yeah. build upon that. We've got to realize that we're in a situation where um, childhood obesity and diabetes and all these other ailments can be prevented if we just take some simple steps. Yeah. And we all know that the children want to be involved, and oftentimes you gotta tell them to be quiet and sit down and et cetera, mm -hmm. relax, <laughs> um, because they're so amped up. Through some, uh, through some uh, spiritual direction several years ago, shout out to uh, Pat Dini, um, I was encouraged to listen to the laughter and the things of children and then to say, hey, look, how can that be a lesson to what I'm trying to do? So, folks, you can find more information. Uh, visit the website Trenton365.com and Tuesday nights, 8 to 9 p.m. over WIMG. Have a great night.